Hey Candy Fam, this is Nate from Talking Candy. We want to let you know that this audio podcast is a recording from a weekly YouTube series on the Talking Candy YouTube channel. We often reference charts and other visual aids throughout the show that in our opinion improve the overall experience. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe so that you can stay informed on everything in the world of candy each and every week. If you are ripping a $25 pack, a $30 pack, whatever it is, and then immediately selling off your, com- your cores for a dollar or 50 cents, an uncommon for $2 or 50 cents, David and I are buying your cores and your uncommons for 50 cents happily. I can't stress it enough that that is not what you should be doing when you open a pack. If you're opening a pack, you should be doing it because it's fun and then you're gonna sit on those cards and see what, what they mean later. Because right now, they mean nothing other than collectibles, and that's cool, but something is coming. What's up, Candy Fam? My name is Nate, that's David, and this is the Talking Candy Weekly Update. Each week, we take a look at everything going on in the world of candy and let you know what stood out the most to us and what you need to know. While David and I each have collections of our own, none of this is financial advice. Please do your own research. We are just here to have a good time. David, how you doing? I'm doing all right, Nate. It's been, uh, I mean, we say it every week, but it's been an exciting week. It just seems like we can't go four days without a complete upheaval and a variety of changes taking place. Yeah, it's been it's been a wild last month. We had our, our first pack drop just over a month ago and there have been like you said a lot of changes a lot of adjustments and a lot to talk about so uh today was no different this past week has been no different we had uh, pack drop number three lineup number three came out today and we're going to break down the entire announcement that came out this past week in terms of what the new lineup drops are are looking like the the contents of those drops etc uh, we're going to take a look at some World Series tokens that have been pulled. Uh, the the coveted eight World Series tokens were, have started to surface. And we're also going to continue ripping some packs, as we have been doing. So uh, that's that's kind of the, the breakdown for, for today's show, tonight's show. But first, let's jump into Twitter and see what we got. So we started off the week with an announcement from from Candy within Discord that the ability to sort by unique series was going to become available and we'll show that when we jump into the Candy website in a little bit, but definitely a significant upgrade in the ability to sort the contents of the marketplace. So we'll we'll dive into that a little bit later, but as you can see here, specifically sorting out by the 22 versus the 21 cards is helpful, but they've got everything in there. So all the different play of the days, all different stuff. So we'll take a look at that. We had the Otani one of one get pulled last week. The second Otani one of one, I should say. Obviously, we had the the 21 as well, but this was pulled last week. Very exciting from the lineup two packs. We also had the first World Series token get pulled last week, and all of this was on uh, May 6th, which was the was this the was this lineup two drop day, or was it the day after? Or actually, it no. Was, this was the day. Uh, this was the day that the announcement came out. So it was a crazy right, day. We had the right. we had the announcement, which obviously we're going to touch on. We had that Otani pulled, and then this first token got pulled. So we still don't know what these mean, but we know they're exciting. We know that there's only eight of them, and we know it's a good thing to pull it. So 
we'll talk about those a bit more. And like I just referenced, we we had the airdrop. So the announcement came out that there was going to be the L1 and L2 primary pack purchases. Anybody that bought directly from Candy, the $50 packs of either of those first two lineups, uh, were, they were airdropped yesterday or Monday, I should say, uh, Monday the 9th. They were airdropped a one-to-one -one ratio for however many packs they purchased on the primary. So if you bought 10 packs, you got airdropped 10 packs. And it was a pretty wild day yesterday. A lot of excitement, a lot of positive feedback, and a, a huge, a huge uh, amount of activity in the marketplace because of it. So again, we, we're gonna, this is kind of just a quick overview, all this stuff we're gonna get into in more detail. And then we had uh, a couple one-of-one -one pulls. We had the Trey Turner one-of-one -one get pulled. And this was from lineup number two. And we also had the Max Muncy one-of-one get pulled, also from lineup number two. And right, am I getting that right? They're, those are both lineup two players, aren't they? I think so. Yes. Okay. So both of those are in collections at this point. And then today we had a, a nice little, this was something, you know, a spinoff of information that we already got from the announcement that I'm burying at this point. But uh, Reasonable stated that both burning and non-burning collection challenges are going to be part of this teased element of gamification or whatever you want to call it that's that's coming in so very exciting to see some use cases for these cards at this point something that i was uh screaming at the top of my lungs last episode and really excited to see that and excited to see what that what that looks like and how they implement it and that's something that we we more or less assumed to be the case. We assume we knew there would be burning, and we knew that challenges were coming. It was assumed that there would be non-burning challenges as well. But it's nice to see it explicitly stated by reasonable, just for that extra level of confirmation. Definitely. And then we saw another World Series token get pulled. This is the second one, and tweeted this out earlier to earlier on Tuesday today on Tuesday that this was the mm -hmm. second one and since then we know that a third one was pulled just recently and we actually know who pulled that and have a little little piece of content that is not ready for this episode but probably by the time this episode comes out it will be tweeted out so keep an eye out for that at Talking Candy NFT again this is this is the thing to follow if you want the the real time updates and just giving you a breakdown of, of what's happening as it happens. So as always, if these videos are helpful, if they're useful, like and subscribe on these videos go a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. And then the, the last update here, and this is kind of what we've been referencing so far, is that we had this huge update get released last Thursday, I believe it was. It was the 6th. Or was it Friday? Doesn't matter. Friday. Friday. So huge update here. This created a lot of buzz and it impacted a lot of different things. So first and foremost, lineups three through six are going to be $30 packs. So today's pack drop was $30 as opposed to 50. The, the primary purchases for the lineups one and two, as we already talked about, those got airdrop packs on Monday, the 9th. We had 90 uncommon 
tier player, so meaning the players that were only going to get a max of an uncommon, 90 of those those type of players were removed. So we've gone from a total of 720 players in the lineup down to 630, removed some of those players that were a lot less exciting to pull and remedy that issue that, that people had had, uh, had an issue with, us included. So because of that, because of those removed players going down to 630 total, that means that we've got six total pack drops because it's still gonna be 90 players per, per drop. And then mm -hmm. the, the last piece of this was the, the burn mechanic the burn collection or whatever it's going to be, but some type of of game theory based mechanic where NFTs are going to be able to be burned for other NFTs. What that's going to look like, how it's going to be implemented, we have no idea yet. But then also we had that that confirmation from Reasonable that in addition to the the burn type challenges, there will also be non-burn collection type challenges as well. So a combination of things that will provide more usefulness to these cards and hopefully specifically to some of these the bottom floor cores and uncommons and and giving new use to cards like that to be able to leverage into other ways to to grow your collection so let's uh let me pull up the the pack drop graphic here and and we can dive into this a little bit deeper so we've got lineups three through six remaining as I said, lineups seven and eight are no longer. We've got six lineups. As you can see it highlighted in yellow, we're down to 630 players total. Obviously everybody gets an uncommon. The number of players at the other tiers remains unchanged. So those are still as they were. Same with the rest of the numbers, 31,000 uh, 31, packs per drop, etc. So these are your dates. May 10th was, was today's drop. We've still got a week off after this week followed by two weeks on for lineups four and five, and then a week off, and then the final drop will be lineup number six. So I don't think we have to linger on this too long, just wanted to show it for clarification, but I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you jump in here for a sec. And as always, this information is subject to change because <laughs> we've already seen it change three or four different times uh, from originally, you know, there were just gonna be four lineups with 180 players each. And those same four lineups were going to have two drops apiece. And then they started on that path and had to diverge. And then, you know, just this past week, we've seen a second kind of major divergence as they try and kind of better attune this product to the current status of, of the community. And so they've, you know, the main things that they can adjust is the amount of supply they're releasing and the price of that supply. So they started by just kind of trying to fine tune that supply by vaulting half of the packs. And then they had to make a more significant change this past week by adjusting that price point, which necessitated an airdrop to make it up to people who paid the original price point. You know, for the most part, I feel like these were fantastic changes. It just kind of cements the fact that Candy is going to do right by the community and they're going to and go above and beyond to adapt as needed, you know, based upon the current circumstances. I did have, a, I guess, a few things that I would have personally done differently because, and don't get me wrong, this this significant change from this past Friday, is it's a net positive. In a, it's a big win for Candy. It's a big win for the collectors. You know, yesterday or Monday, 
just having those 90,000 packs go out was just a generous gift that Candy gave as they've adapted their plans for this 2022 set. But if we can actually go to the other slide um, with the buckets there, the main thing I wanted to touch on, something that maybe they didn't consider with the, the gesture of that airdrop was both the timing of the airdrop and, and the scale of the airdrop and the way that it affects the relative supply from one lineup to another. So I just want to kind of briefly touch on those three things. Uh, the scale is, of course, that it was massive. 90,000 packs coming in one day is a lot of packs. And that's going to affect the price of packs because while many of us are happy to, to rip our free packs and see what we get, see what's inside, some people are going to sell their packs instead. And having that many new packs in one day is going to affect the price of packs. Uh, before they announced the airdrop, both lineup one and lineup two packs were holding above $50. After the announcement, uh, of course, they fell down because now the relative price of those packs went from $50 a piece to $25 a piece. Because at that point, any pack you had bought directly was going to get you a second pack coming soon. And so we saw those prices start to slide, you know, into the 30s and then the high 20s. And then once the airdrop arrived, even further. Now we're looking at low 20s on lineup one and lineup two prices. And maybe that's fair because that's because of the scale of those packs. Maybe those prices are are decent for right now. But that's where we get into the timing of the airdrop. Having those land the day before a new release, in this case, lineup three on May 10th, it, it almost conditions people to value the packs differently. Even though lineup three is different players, even though lineup three is a smaller supply, because only half of the lineup three packs are being released versus lineup one and lineup two, you know, having their release and having the airdrops come from those same lineups people are still conditioned to maybe not put a full $30 value on lineup number three. We've seen a healthy number of sales today, but I'm curious if we might not have seen more if we hadn't had so much activity yesterday, you know, with the airdrop. So it's actually surprisingly enough, as you said, we, we, we saw lineup one and two dip down after the announcement and then especially once the once the airdrop happened and lineup two remains hovering right around twenty dollars but lineup one the floor has recovered up to 27 and change right now and lineup three is hanging out right around thirty dollars which is what they're still available to be purchased for mm -hmm. directly from candy so those are those are in the right place and and it's good to see the recovery on on lineup one back to a, a pretty good number there i think that the reasoning for the the lineup two being where are yeah sorry the lineup two being where it's at is that we've seen the Otani one of one pulled and we've mm -hmm. seen uh, a few of the other one of ones get pulled that have decreased the hype around that particular pack and we've talked about the relevance of knowing what has been pulled when we were only talking about the twenty one sets the all stars and the and the prospects 
And now we, we have it on an even more fragmented level where there's different breakout by pack. And we know that we know that for, so for one lineup one has twice the amount of players in it. So it's a very unique Mm -hmm. type of pack where there's, there's a lot more junk in it, we'll call it, but there's also a lot more upside in terms of one of ones. And so you've got 25 potential one of ones in there. Obviously some of them have already been pulled, but Compared to that, you've only got 12 or 13 in lineup two, and a fair number of those have already been pulled. So whether or not it truly reflects what remains in terms of value, that's its own conversation because obviously it's so unlikely that you pull these one-of-ones. It's a lot more likely that you're going to get some value with epics and rares. But just the fact that that is public knowledge and people are excited by the upside of a home run that's why you rip right that's the that's the fun of it or that's one of the many pieces that are that it's fun about it knowing that that otani is gone is going to impact the the mindset of a a potential pack buyer and that's completely fair you know as you said lineup one it it has recovered and there is still a one of one mike trout and there's still a one of one wander franco hanging out in those lineup one packs so, so that certainly could account for the difference there. But the tweak I would have made with that airdrop, and I completely love the you know the one for one. You bought a pack, you get one extra pack. Um, you know because with the price coming down to thirty dollars, getting two packs for fifty dollars that becomes a bargain. But I think I would have spread them out among all the lineups, and I would have spread them out so they weren't all dropping on the same day. And, and as you mentioned, lineup number one had twice as many players. So, you know, we had one lineup with 60,000 packs released and 180 players. And every other lineup was planned to be 30,000 packs released and 90 players. I think what they could have done is determined how many packs you bought at the full $50 price and then assigned you an even number of packs from across the lineups that matched and then rather than dropping them all at once spread them out between now and the end of the release in june because what we're seeing instead is we're seeing two lineups that have now been fully unvaulted you know it's a hundred percent of the supply now has been distributed for lineup one and lineup two or at least close to a hundred percent there might still be some in the vault um, just based upon how the numbers worked out with how many were purchased and how many needed to be airdropped. But we're looking at close to 100% distribution on two lineups, and we're still planning for 50% distribution on three, four, five, and six to even not distract from the actual releases themselves. They could have dropped those during off weeks. And so rather than dropping 90,000 packs the day before a new drop, they could have dropped just the packs from lineup one and lineup two. And then lineup three could have come out today. It would have been further removed from the crazy day we had on Monday. And it might have, you know, maybe even performed better because a lot of people spent a lot of money yesterday, both buying packs that other people were selling from lineup one and lineup two, or buying the polls that people were making and then listing. And so, you know, there's a certain amount of bandwidth to how much can be spent in a given period of time. 
And they front-loaded a ton of that the day before the lineup three release. And I think it would have been just as much of a win for people to know that they were getting that, that second pack for every pack that they purchased without the downside of having it all at once and having it the day before a new release and having it all be from the same two lineups, at least personally. But but as I said at the top, you know, Candy taking that big step to change the price and to give an airdrop it is definitely a win. I'm just trying to look for ways where it could have been more of a win or they could have kind of maybe prevented some slightly negative side effects. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I think, yeah, it's the bottom line is that we had this huge influx of, of new supply and the, the overarching concept here is that it's just a little bit confusing to assess how to value things at this point because you've got 120,000 packs from lineup one, you've got 60,000 packs from lineup two, which is half of the player supply of lineup one, and now you've got 30,000 packs from the remaining four lineups, which also has the 90 players. So you've got very different styles of packs at this point being implemented, released in different volumes. And you've got prices that have been set by lineups one and two with huge volume. And now there's kind of some mimicking of those prices happening with the stuff that's come out with lineup three today when in reality, the supply of lineup three is significantly lower. So it shouldn't necessarily be mimicking that. And I think it's gonna take some time for people to recalibrate and recognize what it is that, that things are worth, what they should be worth. And for all of us, you know, you and I haven't even had a chance to, to fully digest what this all means and, and what it looks like. And you know, it'll, it'll have a lot to do with how much of lineup three gets purchased in the end out of these 30,000 packs? How right, many because is... it's not even 30,000. You know, right now it's 15,000, 16,000 mm -hmm. is what's been sold so far. And, you know, there's still three days left, or oh, two days by the time this comes out, to see if the entire 30,000 gets sold this week. And, and it may, it very well may, especially at that reduced price point. Um, but I would be interested to see if in a different method, we might have seen a sellout today if we weren't coming the day after 90,000 airdrops. It's a lot. It's a lot to digest. Um, you know, I've, I've been saying it for a few weeks now that there are things that are challenges. There are things that they've gotten wrong. In general, I like to see that, that reaction is happening the the whole vibe around this airdrop was super positive it was a lot of really appreciative community members none of us were expecting it and in general it felt like a very positive nod to the collector of you know we recognize that we didn't execute as best as we could have on these first two here's an apology here's a thank you however you want to look at it so yeah it's it's a complex problem. It's a complex problem. And we don't know everything going on behind the scenes in terms of what their partnership agreements are and, and what the different things are that they can and can't do, where their hands are tied. You know, they did some things right. We we both are taking a look at it and, and thinking about what other things could be adjusted. And it's it's a lot. It's a lot to digest. So 
let's um did you have anything else that you wanted to to say on that point no i think that pretty well covers it all right so let's take a look just real quick at what this this lineup that came out today is so this is just a, a rough graphic from an excel sheet but basically we've got 16 players that have the the potential to have a one of one pulled which means they've got everything from legendary down to core the the second purple tier here these guys will not have one of ones but they will have everything else so the first tier and the second tier are identical other than the the chance of those 16 one of ones and then the last two tiers tier three and four are the rare top and the uncommon top tiers those are both going to be slightly different as we've talked about in the past where your cores drop down from a mint count of 2750 to 1500 the uncommons drop from 1500 down to 850 and on that rare tier you've got 425 rares as opposed to the 500 rares that you see on the the players that have epics so uh not going to linger on this because it's it's kind of a overwhelming graphic but feel free to pause on this if you want to see how that's broken down david and i both like to just color code this when we get it and have an idea of of what every what every tier looks like and, and which players are going to have which type types of cards so the and, well it's gonna say it's not entirely intuitive but the tiers with the the less rare players could actually wind up being more valuable in a case where there's not too much supply to go around uh, because in that blue and green category they effectively have half or in some cases less than half the amount of supply as the purple and gold and so we're already seeing some cases where some of those green uncommon tier players um, there's just not a lot of listings for them right now because there just haven't been a lot of pulls from them yet mm -hmm. and, and you know until more of them get pulled uh, they have higher prices that they might otherwise uh, end up at. Um, and so if you're looking for like a diamond in the rough, you, you could look to the blue and the green, because if there's a player that's going to to have a strong career, then you get in on them when they only have a limited supply. Uh, that could go a long ways. Yeah, we've seen the there there are definitely some still some very appealing players at the rare tier and we've seen because their top card is a rare that those rares are holding not only is it their top card it's also a slightly lower mint count at 425 like you said we've seen those prices hold higher premiums than the rare of a player that has an epic because there's more attention being paid to the epic there and the same thing goes for the uncommons on these guys that their highest is uncommon, but also for that rare tier as well, where the floor of the uncommons of these guys that have the lower mint counts is being held higher than the floor of the uncommons of the the guys in those two higher tiers. So it's we talk about supply and demand all the time, and this is no different. So even though the players are a little bit less desirable, even the ones that are no name reliever, you know, type guys, those are still holding higher floors at the core and uncommon level than the guys that have those upper tiers. So it's a little bit of supply and demand. It's a little bit of, you know, mint count and just different different emotions going into it. But we've seen it pretty consistent across the board that, that those mint counts getting cut in half has effectively doubled the floors. It's not a perfect science, but in a lot of cases, that is what we're seeing. 
So the to me, the biggest news based on what I was talking about last week is this this teased burn mechanic. And I'm not going to talk about it too long because we don't know anything about it yet. But to me, it's very exciting because it's giving confirmation that, okay, we've got we've got all these packs. We've got floors that were already low and now they're lower because of the influx of supply. So some people might say, well, okay, we got all these packs, but we just lowered the floors to match the pack prices, which isn't totally true. We, we've actually held uh, steadier than that. So they are in a lot more balance than, the, than what they were before. So mission accomplished there. But the more important piece to me is that anyone with a long-term vision on this project, which you and I both do, have to recognize that, okay, yes, we don't know what it looks like yet, and we are still holding our breath to hope that they implement it in an effective way. But the fact that there is going to be some type of burn mechanic, some type of non-burn collection type challenges, there are going to be ways to use these cards, cores, uncommons, rares, whatever it is, there's going to be ways to have these be useful. So we've been saying it since the first pack drop of lineup one. If you are ripping a $50 pack, if you are ripping a $25 pack, a $30 pack, whatever it is, and then immediately selling off your com your cores for a dollar or 50 cents, an uncommon for $2 or 50 cents, David and I are buying your cores and your uncommons for 50 cents happily. I can't stress it enough that that is not what you should be doing when you open a pack. If you're opening a pack, you should be doing it because it's fun and because you're enjoying the process and then you're gonna sit on those cards and see what, what they mean later. Because right now, they mean nothing other than collectibles, and that's cool, but something is coming. Something is coming where these perceivingly valueless cores of no-name players are so suddenly going to be able to be used for something else. And maybe it's gonna be burning it for some type of new burn tier rarity. Maybe it's something that we can't even think of yet we have no idea what it's going to be but at some point these floors in my opinion this is not financial advice but at some point these floors are no longer going to be the floors and so while these are the floors i'm happy to buy them because they're going to be used for something at some point and so if you're continuing to just shoot for the you know going for the home run every time you open a pack and get frustrated that you're $50 pack only has $10 worth of cards or that your $30 pack only has $7 worth of cards. You can do what you want, but I just don't see any sense in spending the money on that pack and then selling it for 20 cents on the dollar. These things are gonna be used for something. Like David said at the top, these were plans that were already part of the, the trajectory of what Candy was gonna do. It's just that they've now expedited it and allowed us to to actually know that this is what is planned and is upcoming. So be patient. Something is coming here. I don't know if they're going to disclose what it's gonna look like next week, next month, this summer. They have stated that the, the burning isn't going to happen until this summer, but that doesn't mean that they wait that long to announce it. So my opinion is to sit on your ripped packs, whatever those contents are, and be patient and find out what they're going to be used for. There was even a post made that seemed to indicate that the burn mechanic could be as early as late June. Um, 
which, you know, would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, and technically still summer, you know, tail end of June there. But uh, it could be before we know it, you know, month and a half away, possibly. Mm-hmm. And even if it's a little bit longer, you know, it's it's we know the value's coming. We, we know that we're right here where the value is going to be. Just wait for it. You know, and we can't make you, you know, as Nate said, we can't make you hold on to your cards and I'm going to keep buying 50 cent cards. You know, I, I can't, I can't even afford them all. There's so many right now, but that's okay. I'll just pick my targets because you can't sell less than 50 cents. And so when there's a burn system coming, you know, the cheapest thing that you can burn is going to be 50 cents. You know, it was the cost for it. And so any pickup I get at 50 cents, I know that's that's the bottom. That's the lowest I could be paying for this commodity that's going to be useful for something. And if there's a, if there's a difference in burning different rarities, you know, if if there's a point-based system where uncommons burn better than cores, then all these 50 cent uncommons I'm picking up are even better than the 50 cent cores. It's I'll find out soon enough. And if you're selling them to me, you, you might wish that you'd waited to find out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I am. I will buy as many 50 cent on commons as people list. And again, this is not financial advice. Everything in crypto, NFTs, investments, things are down right now across the board. It's not just candy. So you gotta, uh, you know, Play with money you can afford to lose. And I think that that's a big issue right now, too, is that there's a lot of emotion. There's, a, there's too much emotion tied into it when, when you are using money that, that you're feeling, right? It should be play money. This is extremely volatile, and we have seen that. We have seen that since we started this, this show, since we started watching this. Things were, things were crazy back in January. Things were real high, right? And it's not anymore. So we're finding new ways to find new opportunities given the hand that we've been dealt at this point. And we're sitting on the old stuff and hoping that Candy does right by it and finds a way to continue increasing value and and getting new users. But you got to just enjoy this for what it is right now. Otherwise, there's no sense in being here because the reality is that everything's down right now. All of this stuff is extremely volatile and you got to continue to just make plays on speculation, have fun with it and see what happens. But ripping a $50 pack and selling the contents for eight bucks is a short-minded or short-sighted mindset. And it's not one that I condone. It's not one that I would recommend. And so hopefully people can have patience and have confidence in these packs that they decided to buy in the first place. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I got on that. Yeah, I mean that that's all for now. We 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 know it's coming and we're going to wait. So should we rip some packs? I think we should rip some packs. Let's rip some I, packs. I think then. I think it's definitely your turn to go first. It's definitely my turn to go first. There's no doubt about that. All right, let me get this pulled up here. Let's see. Here we go. All right. Got these in early access. So I've got some some nice low cereals here. Is there anything that I want to leave alone? Do I just go straight from the top? I'm just going to go straight from the top. 
Uh, are you forgetting something? I'm always forgetting something. <laughs> Pack hat. Pack hat. And, and I mean, it, it's two for four on epics? Two for four on epics. Four packs ripped, two epics, one Byron Buxton. Let me do the refresh here. Refresh, pack 235. Let's rip. Okay. Straight out the gate with an epic. Three for five. What is going on? Three for on five with, that with the pack hat. That's, that's three not... for five with the pack hat. It's a gem. It's a juicy gem. All right, here we go. Course to start. All right, Nolan Arenado, okay. nice start. Mm -hmm. Daniel Lynch, pitcher for the Royals. Let's go, Cabrian Hayes. Already off to a real nice pack here with Arenado and Cabrian Hayes. Course done, uncommon. Carson Kelly, catcher for the D-backs. All right, let's hope I didn't miss or waste all my player luck on the cores. One time. Here we go. All right, Mitch Hanniger. Mitch Hanniger. I'll take it's it. Fair. I got him on the fantasy squad. I like Hanniger. He's hurt right now. Oh, man, your, uh, your video is freaking out right now. I was just about to ask something. There we go. You're back. Okay. I hope nobody got a seizure from that. <laughs> okay. All right. We like this pack. Solid that is pack a fantastic here. first pack. Yeah. Three for five on the epics. All right. You, you know there's only one epic in every eight packs, right? <laughs> I'm on a that's, heater. I'm on a heater. That's what you're supposed to get. Now, do I take the next one from the top, which wasn't actually sequential? Yeah, I'm just going to go from the top again. Okay, just let the let the hat guide you. Let the hat do it. All right. Okay. Standard still, still three for six. Still three for six. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get some players here. Another Cabrian Hayes. We like it. We like okay. it. Liam Hendricks, the Aussie, with my Aussie hat on. Cody Bellinger. Solid. Man, you know what? They said that the, the pack ripping experience was going to be better with these un, the uncommon tier removed, and I'm kind of feeling that so far. Small sample size, but real Muto. Mm -hmm. All right. And Will Smith. Will Smith. The other, the other Will Smith. The other Will Smith. All right. Couple solid packs. Couple solid packs. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to open one more pack. I think I'm going to open pack? one of my airdrop packs. Are you going to go for a lineup one or a lineup two? Hmm. Let's, let's go pull, let's go pull the, uh, oh man. Which, what you call it? What should I do? I don't even know how to find these. I mean, the one of one, Trout and Franco exist. So that that's tempting. But there's still some good stuff in lineup two. I feel like people are sleeping on lineup two. All right, well, then let's give, let's give lineup two some respect here. Let's put some respect on lineup two. Or am I going the wrong way now? I must have already passed them. Lineup two's got to be higher. Here we go. All right. Lineup two airdrop pack right off the top. All right. And a little rare. rare. Mm -hmm. A little rare. Thomas Hatch, reliever for Toronto. Julian Merriweather, another reliever for Toronto. David Price. Uncommon. Nestor Cortez, let's go. It's the only Yankee I'll get excited for. That guy's awesome. <laughs> and the rare. Tommy Listella. Not exciting for me. Should have been your pack. 
but that one, yeah, we'll that, take that the feels rare. like it was my pack. Yeah. Four pitchers and a giant. Do you still need a Listella for your rainbow? Uh no, I, I finished my it. rainbow for lineup two. Okay, uh, I'm only missing a couple rainbow pieces for lineup three, but otherwise I'm I'm holding on strong to the nice the giant rainbow. Yeah, David and I are both working on full rainbows. Me for the Red Sox, David for the uh, Los Gigantes. All right, you are up, my friend. Okay. Let me, uh, let me get back here. Yeah, let's, make sure, let's make sure we got my page and it's active. I'm going to be disappointed if I don't walk away with an <laughs> epic now after that one. Okay. All right, you're live. I've got my early access packs from earlier today. And I'm just gonna start from the bottom. And I'm sticking with the lucky pennies. They did pretty well last week. So we'll keep those going. I'm gonna leave my hat on for you. I don't know if it works first, that way. I'm not sure if it does either. But first pack. Oh hold on. oh wait, you're hold on, you're still frozen. Oh did it pop the jewels? It it did. Uh, I'm going to wait until you get caught up then. So that we can see the the little red legendary. All right, give me a sec. This usually recovers fairly quickly. There we go. All right. Straight out the gate with an epic. First pack. We both hit the epic right out of the park at the beginning. We like it. We like this. L3 coming in, coming in clutch. Yeah, line of three starting with the bank. First, we have Luis Sessa, relief pitcher for the Reds. Second core, Dominic Smith, left fielder for the Mets. Third, Adam Duvall, center fielder for the Braves. Going to hit that on common and see Andy Ibanez, second baseman for the Rangers. Something big. But the epic. Something big. First pack epic, line of three, out the gate. Jorge Polanco, second baseman for the Twins. Okay. Um, I'm, I mean, it's not a pitcher. I'm pretty happy with that. And I'm, I'm just happy with an epic straight out the gate. Yeah, I, I really like the upside of the value of these epics. Like I said before, we've got only 30,000 of these packs compared to 60,000 of the L2 packs compared to 120,000 of the L1 packs. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm bullish on what we see these yeah. floors normalize to. Right. The, the epic is a 250. Uh, but with only 30,000 being released, it's a 125. And if they don't all sell out, it's even less than that. Mm-hmm. That's so another little that... nugget for anybody that made it this far. <laughs> I'm I'm being a little bit more, I'm being, being a little more lenient with the prices that I go for on these L3s because of that. I think that people are a little smoke screened by the, the L1, L2 prices. And I think that because of the low supply that we're going to see that shake out in the coming days. I don't think it's going to take that long. But it is another thing where it could change. You know, we're we're making our plans, Absolutely. we're making our strategy based upon things as they exist right now. But we've already seen how that could backfire. We, we yes, saw, <laughs> you waited, you waited for lineup one, yep. expecting the new supply to come, and then they said it wasn't coming, mm-hmm. and so prices went up, and you had to buy your lineup one at a higher price, and then you paid that higher price, and then a couple weeks later they airdropped the rest of the supply for lineup one anyways. And then you could have had those even lower prices. Yep. At, you know, So things can change. Yeah. But if yes. lineup three stays the way it is with its 30, 30K supply only out of 60, and if it doesn't even sell out and they just keep those in the vault, 
then the prices right now on lineup three are going to be a huge win. Which is why you should follow Talking Candy NFT on Twitter, because if they announce that the other 30,000 packs are getting released in the meantime, that's where you'll know. And then everything that we just said is null and void. Uh, hold on, we just kicked out this. There we go. Okay. So here we go. Lucky Penny. Pack number two. Lineup three. What do we got this time? And a rare. Right. Epic and a rare. All right. Super solid. For Some the good two packs lineup tonight. three packs this week. And let's check the players. Got Chris Taylor for the Dodgers. Second core. Steven Matz. Pitcher for the Cardinals. Third core. Taiwan Walker. Pitcher for the Mets. Ian Common. Nolan Arenado. Nice. That's a nice little okay, pull. Base for the Cardinals. Like that. So right. pull and the rare. Lorenzo Kane, mm. center fielder for the Brewers. Respectable. Not the best. Card looks cool, though. Love those Milwaukee jerseys. Milwaukee has some of the best branding in the MLB. I love their stuff. Let's see. Will you open an airdrop pack? I think I will as well. So let's just follow your lead. Mm -hmm. Go with lineup number two. Okay. Two. And we'll just take, again, the one off the bottom. Lucky Penny. And let's go. Okay, standard pack. But it's going to depend on what's inside. I don't know if we've and said this on here before, but for anybody that doesn't know, it's the cores that contain the World Series tokens. So it's yes. a sneaky core out shell. And then when you pop it, that's where the World Series tokens are. So just a little and, FYI. And we knew that... We knew that the World Series tokens would replace a core, but we weren't sure necessarily if they appeared as a core or mm -hmm. if they appeared as a legendary gem in the pack that they replaced. But we have confirmation now that they appear as a core. Mm -hmm. That you, you click on the core and you get the World Series NFT instead. But here we go from lineup number two. First core, Whit Merrifield for the Royals. Second core, Jonathan Scope. Got it. Tigers. Third core, Kevin Kiermaier. No World Rams. Series tokens. No World Series tokens in this pack. But we have our uncommons. They're going to save the day. First uncommon is Dylan Carlson. Nice, that's Cardinals. a good pull. And the second uncommon is Lucas Sims, relief pitcher for the Reds. All right, well, we pulled an epic from lineup three. Two great lineup three packs. Mm -hmm. And... You know, as mediocre as this pack felt, it was free. You know, Candy gave it to me out of the kindness of their hearts. So I'm, I'm happy with that, too. Love it. Love it. Well, uh, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. We've done another episode, David. Another one in the books. We've got uh, a week off on pack drops next week, followed by lineup number four. And looking forward to that. Definitely enjoyed the, the pack ripping experience a little bit more on this lineup three with uh, some better players in there. Small sample size, but enjoyed that. And yeah, so happy marketplace hunting. My name is Nate. That's David. This is the Talking Candy weekly update, and we will see you in the next one.